Hi everybody, Dan Crary here on an afternoon when I happen to have a guitar in my hand, which is most afternoons because the guitar transformed my life and made it more beautiful and uh, made me very loyal to it. So it's not unusual to see me sitting around playing one, working at the music, trying to get in touch with the possibilities, trying to uh, exploit every minute of a short lifetime to see what's possible between me and this instrument. I know a lot of you have that same attitude, and it's the subject of attitude toward the guitar that is uh, the focus of a couple of columns that we're revisiting today from the Old Frets magazine. In these columns, uh, I talk to some extent about the kinds of experiences that people have with their instrument and why the guitar is so important to them, but I tried to extend those attitudes a little bit into the range of we ought to have the attitude about the guitar that it is a traditional music instrument that invites us to get in touch with the tradition and figure out some of our own arrangements, some of our own variations, uh, some of our own improvisations on traditional tunes, rather than just be stuck reading somebody's tablature or stuck in a particular way of playing the tune that is exactly the way somebody else played it. A good tune to start making those explorations and following that attitude of, I can come up with my own versions, would be the tune Soldier's Joy. It's nice to drop the sixth string down to D for that. There it is, somewhere there. Makes the D chord sound beautiful. And it's a nice uh, uh, tuning in which to play Soldier's Joy. The version that's included here invites you to start fooling around with your own arrangements by taking a look at a simple version in measures 1 through 8, and then a slightly more complex version of the same melody in measures uh, 9 through 16. And then in part B of the song, again, the first eight measures are fairly simple and straightforward, and the second eight measures are a little bit more complicated. Rather than uh, taking the time to play all of that exactly as it's written in the tab, though, since my advice to you is to get away from the tab as much as possible and use it as just suggestions of what to do, let me take my own advice and play a version that just comes to me in this moment. And I'd like for you to listen, if you will, just to the sense of the tune. Get it in your head. Get it to, uh, as something that you can hum or whistle and drive your office mates at work crazy as they're sitting around in an afternoon and you're sitting at your desk going... tune to play around with, and uh, as you see the possibility in the two versions that I've sort of intertwined with each other in this tablature, maybe it'll give you some uh, permission or encouragement or whatever it is that you need uh, to branch out and play it differently from what I've written there and come up with your own version as the force moves through you on Soldier's Joy. Get in touch with that beautiful tune, and I can just about assure you that the force will move because it's a wonderful tune that inspires people to... Uh, both get in touch with that original melody and change it around to suit themselves a, a little bit as well. Another tune that makes it possible to do this with is a great guitar classic called The Wildwood Flower, 
And the reason this tune is so wonderful is because, well, it's just a great tune. It emphasizes the strengths of the guitar, and it also is a great illustration of a method of playing lead and chords that you ought to get in touch with if you don't know this sort of Carter family style, church lick style of playing lead on the guitar. The Wildwood Flower was first heard in my life in 1953, played by a fellow named Bud Hunt on a radio program in Kansas City called the Brush Creek Follies. It sounded a little like this. heard that in 1953, it opened up whole vistas because I recognized that here was a style of playing melody and chords that could be done with the flat pick and open strings that was absolutely beautiful. The method is you hold on to enough of the chord on the top strings, and usually that just requires one finger. So you, you hold the top three strings of the C chord and use your fingers that are available to play the bass notes to find melody notes on the bass. And then when those melody notes pause, like right there, it gives you a moment to reach up and strum a chord. And so the whole strategy is play the melody notes on the bass and then look for little spots in between those notes to reach up and strum a chord once in a while. Try this also on a tune like John Henry in G. And so on. All of those tunes that pause and give you a little chance to strum a chord are good tunes to practice up on this uh, sort of church lick method that will uh, encourage you and give you the opportunity to reach out and play some of these tunes on your own. (laughs) 